Hello, everyone. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Hope you're all doing well. My name is Carly Aquilino. Welcome to Secret Keepers Club. Happy that you guys are here. Uh, thank you guys again for tuning in to the Spotify Live called Confessions with Carly. If you guys want to join in, there's a chat room. You can call in and tell a story. And it is just so much fun hanging out with you guys. That's at 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific on Thursdays. And um, also... I just want to give a special shout out to the girlies that I met so far this weekend. And I have, uh, I'm about to leave. I'm recording this on Saturday because I'm not going to be able to record it tomorrow. But um, I have shows tonight in Connecticut and tomorrow in Buffalo. So I'm sure I'm going to meet more of you, you know, after I record this. But uh, we had a show, me and Jesse May had a show on Thursday in Brooklyn. And it was so, so much fun. I love meeting you guys. I love chit-chatting with you guys. I swear to God, like we should all go for a damn kiki after every show because I love to chit-chat with the girlies. I will literally, like they were shutting the lights off at this place. I'm like, I'm literally not done talking to my girls yet. But um, it was really, really fun. There were a few people that I have met um, out before, like the girls that I met at the beach, you guys remember the girls that I met at the beach and then the girlies that, Oh, the girlies that saw me out on a date when I was out on a date. And then, um, another girl who saw me at this bar called the Springs, but she didn't say hi to me. And I was like, girl, first of all, I want to meet you. Second of all, I was wearing my cute little reformation dress. And I would have really adored meeting somebody when I was wearing my cute little dress. But also, I just want to say this because every single person I've ever met, and it's not just this weekend, every person I've ever met that like has been following me on Instagram or has seen me on something or something like that, you all say the exact same thing to me and it's mind blowing. So I want to make something abundantly clear. Okay. I am not tall. I'm fucking little as hell. Okay. Because you want to know what? Every time I meet someone, they go, why are you so short? Like one of the girls came to the damn show. By the way, she said, I smell good. So I'm not mad at her. And I would never be mad at anybody for saying this because people have been saying this to me for 10 years. But she goes, why are you so short? I'm like, I don't know. I was literally just born. And then I stopped growing. Like, I don't know what to tell you about that. I was like, I first of all, never said I was tall. And she goes, girl, you're like so little. And I'm like, first of all, I'm five, four. And this girl was like, five foot. And I go, first of all, I'm towering over you right now. Like I'm looking down, I'm seeing the top of your head. Like I'm ridiculously taller than you. So why are you now calling me a shorty? But we were laughing about it and it's so, so fucking funny. And I'm like, why do people think that I'm tall? I have no idea, but that's always the first thing people say, like you're little. And that girl who I, um, so, that saw me when I was out at, at that bar, her friend was with her and her friend was like, yeah, she texted me and said that you're you're little like us because we're short. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's so funny. Now I'm going to have to wear freaking agent stilettos every day to live up to your expectations. Um, but, yeah, I, I just absolutely love meeting you guys. You guys are great and, and appreciate the support so much. I really, really do. You we're chilling. We're chilling with the girlies. Um, so it's exciting. I've been, I've been trying to run some new material, which I love. Um, and I feel really good about it. So it's just a, it's always exciting when you go out there with, with some new stuff. So it's great. But, um, oh yeah, let's talk about it. You guys rest in peace, Queen Elizabeth. 
rest in peace, Queen Elizabeth. I didn't know in, uh, it was literally in the group chat on Instagram quicker than it was on the television set quicker than it was on the internet. I don't know how I found out that quick, but, um, rest in peace, longest reigning monarch, but longest reigning British monarch or, or just in general, I should stop saying things that I'm not sure about, but, um, very, very sad. And shout out, shout out to the British girlies. I really wish that um, Charles wasn't going to be king, but hey, what are you going to do? I think we all agree on that, right? I don't know. I, I just feel like people who are being put into power shouldn't be fucking old anymore. Like this guy's 100 damn years old. You know? Get young people in there. I feel that way about the president, too. Why do we have all these old guys? I'm like, did you graduate high school in literally 19 fucking 02? Why are you the president of the United States in 2022? But anywho, that's that's my story. And I'm sticking to it. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Queen Elizabeth. Um, OK, let's get to some of these emails you guys sent into Secret Keepers Club at gmail.com. We got a lot of good ones this week. Let's see. Oh, yeah. And if you want, I'm I'm. I'm keeping a list of you guys that want to be put on a, on a group chat for the, why do I feel like my mic is blowing out? Um, a group chat for the vaginismus. If you send me your email, say that, you know, tell me to add you in. I'll do that this week. I'll add you all in together. Cause I have a few of you that want, um, to be on like an email chain with it. So I'm just waiting for, you know, I just wanted to give it an extra shout out. So, okay. Let's see. Let's start here. Okay, this one says, help, he has a girlfriend and a fuck, marry, kill. Uh Uh-oh. Hi, Carly. Lots of love to you and the kitties. You make my Mondays, and I really appreciate your advice. That's why I'm asking for some right now. I moved to the Netherlands a year ago, tried dating a few Dutchies, very tall boys, which I love, but also a bit cold and closed people. I'm Portuguese, so I love more affectionate people and relationships, even if it's just casual. Uh, it also never works out because of the language and the culture the culture barrier. My perfect man is definitely someone tall, Southern European, or with some Latin roots. This girly likes passion and fire. Okay. Well, I just met this Italian guy that also speaks Portuguese. He's super flirty, has that Italian accent. He's super funny and caring. We have a lot in common, and I feel home when I'm talking with him. Everything sounds perfect, right? Well, two issues. Number one, we're work colleagues. We're both dentists, and I found out not through him, but through his assistants that he has a girlfriend for years. It is so Italian to do that. It is so Italian to be cheating on the girlfriend. Okay. He went on vacation, so I didn't see him for a whole month. Kind of forgot about the crush and thought maybe the flirting is just him being Italian. Well, girl, tell me why he invited me out for drinks on Saturday. I suggested another weekend because I couldn't do this one. So he suggested to go next week to a festival, just the two of us. He also sent me a picture from his vacation, not from a cute place or a beach or anything. He sent me a full shirtless pic of him on the beach. Oh my God. It is so Italian. That's so fucking Italian. That's so fucking Italian to just like, it's so funny, you guys. It's so funny. I've dated guys from Italy and they don't, they don't get it. 
And it's so fucking cute. But it's also bad because they cheat. Okay, wait. Not a shirtless pic of him at the beach. Uh, I went on to do my little FBI investigation and I found out that about a week ago, he still had a girlfriend. I don't think this is an Italian thing anymore. I spoke to my therapist about it and she suggested to ask him directly and see that he is probably in an open relationship. Should I really go out with him? If things get heated, should I ask him straight to his face? What about your girlfriend? He works with me. It's not a big practice. So things could get weird. I also just began there. So I'm just settling in and trying to make it. Um, I really like him and I feel very attracted to him, but I don't want to get in between anything. And I also despise men who cheat. What's your advice? Also, you spoke a few weeks ago about patients opening their eyes at the dentist. That's a thing. One thousand <laughs> percent. I totally noticed that they're looking me in the eyes and I have both hands in their mouth. It's embarrassing for everyone. Yes. That's why you got to keep the eyes closed, girls. You got to keep the damn eyes closed. Oh, and then she gives a good fuck, Mary kill. So we'll do that at the end. Um, if you are not sure, if you're not sure if they're in an open relationship, then you could go ahead and ask him. I would ask him straight up a hundred percent, especially you want to know what it's kind of, sometimes you're just like, Oh, we'll see how it goes. We'll see where it goes. Cause I don't know if he's flirting. I don't know if he likes me. I don't know if this is just how he is and we'll see where it goes from here. But if you guys work together, it could just make things way too weird. So that's why I would just say something to him straight up. Like, Oh, I thought, I thought you had a girlfriend. Um, then just play dumb and, and see what he says. You know, he'll probably be like, Oh, geez, it's in the game. <laughs> I, I do not have a good friend. He's probably going to lie, which is great. I love that. Um, but no, I would just ask him straight up and just be like, yeah, I don't want to get in the middle of anything. Um, because even if he is in an open relationship, and if you feel like you really like this guy, where can it really go? You know, you guys might be able to hook up and the flirting and all of that fun stuff. But I, I don't know if I, if I really liked someone, if I would ever be okay with just knowing that it could never go any farther than that, you know? So definitely talk to him about it and see what he says. You know, what it, what an interesting, you guys got every damn country in there. You're in the Netherlands. You're from Portugal. He speaks Portuguese, but he's from Italy. Hello. Hello. If you guys got married, you would have like five different passports. That's exciting. Yeah. What's up with the girlfriend too? Like if you guys are going to lurk and find someone's girlfriend, like you got to tell me what's going on with the girlfriend. Like, what does she do? Where does she live? What does she look like? What's the deal? The poor thing. Okay. You guys just a quick word from our sponsors. This week's secret keepers club is sponsored by Nutrafol 30 million women experience weakened or thinning hair. Take control of your hair with Nutrafol improve hair growth and see less shedding through all stages of life. You'll begin to experience thicker, stronger, faster growing hair in three to six months. You guys, I'm not even kidding. I was, I still am using this stuff. I had, this is one of the ads that like I'm a lifetime customer to. I really love Nutrafol. I notice a difference in my hair. It's shiny. It feels fuller. It definitely, it's growing like a damn weed. So I, I really, really love this stuff. Nutrafol is hundred percent drug free with only natural clinically effective botanical ingredients. It works by targeting the five root causes of thinning, which is stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism. Subscribers receive monthly deliveries. So you never miss a dose in a clinical study. 86% of women reported improved hair growth 
after six months. You also may notice improvements in your overall well-being, including a more restful sleep, less stress, better skin, nails, and libido. We love to see it. Grow thicker, healthier hair, and support the show by going to Nutrafol.com and use promo code SECRET. New customers get $15 off your first month subscription, free shipping on all orders. This is their best offer and only available to U.S. listeners for a limited time. Take $15 off at Nutrafol.com. That's N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com and promo code SECRET. All right. Let's see. This says hot guy thing. Ooh, Carly went over to a guy's house for dinner last night and we were eating. Uh, I know you guys are going to freaking make fun of me for the way I pronounce this caprice, which is, you know, what that type of salad is. It's mutsi cheese and tomato while chatting in his cutie Brooklyn backyard with his tabby cat sitting beside me dreams. Oh my God. That's literally my dream. Without breaking conversation, he uses his strong bike riding fingers to flick open a strap clasp on his Apple watch. Hot. Gracefully slides it off and places it on the far side of the table, just typing about the way he committed to our convo by taking off his watch as to not feel the buzz of any notifications. Maybe want to put my hands (laughs) in my pants. Also, I got a giggle about how many girlies simultaneously think of you when a guy does something odd that turns them on. Also, we have a cutie crew coming to your Thursday night show already crying with excitement. Oh, I love that. Yes. Yes. These are the girls that, that I met at the beach. We feel so empowered by you. Oh my God. I want to cry. Thank you. And love you and give the kitties a little squish for me. Oh, I will. I, I really will. Oh, thank you guys so much. These girls are super cool. They're the ones, um, I met while I was at the beach with, uh, my friend Ashley. And, and I was like, you have the cutest little bathing suits on. Like they're everything. Like, I love these girls. That is so funny. Honestly, why is it? Why is just like the act of someone taking off their watch hot to me? Like not him taking off his watch. It's like, you want to know what it's giving? It's giving like when you're watching a movie and there's like this businessman, right? And he's like super hot and sexy and he takes off like his cufflinks. Stop. I've never known a guy that wears cufflinks in my damn life, but it's giving that. And he's like, I don't want, I I don't want any notifications while I'm on my little date. Also, I mean, is it, or is it not goals to date a man that has outdoor space in New York city? I don't care if it's a freaking patch of grass. I want to be outside of you. Like how relaxing love that goals. You got to keep us posted on where it goes with that. Um, okay. This next one, this says how to boot a creepy man. Dear Carly and the kitties, I just want to first of all say thank you. You're my favorite person on the internet. Oh, thank you so much. And I strive as hard to be as cool as you. Oh, thank you so much. I'm really not cool. I'm actually the worst. (laughs) Oh, watching the most recent special you did, you were hands on the funniest act. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, you fucking went off. Anyway, here is my dilemma. I've had this friend since high school that I met through mutual friends. We all hang out as a crew on and off since in parentheses, we are in our late twenties now. Um, initially I enjoyed his company and he didn't really bother me. He can be funny sometimes and he's low key always loved me as the years go on. It, it became a joke that I can't go to a function without seeing him there and him cornering me for a long ass conversation. He will go out of his way to talk to me and talk my damn ear off. Oh, Girl, people like this, literally, I just am like, I want to die. My girlies and I have an understanding that if they see me getting locked into a conversation, they have to come make an excuse for me so that I could leave. 
sometimes I try and give him one word answers, but he, it doesn't always work or I give up and just give into the conversation. He also is a spit talker. So his little spitty will literally fly into your mouth now which makes me want to kill myself every damn time. This man is so obsessed with me. He always has to engage on all of my social media posts and I'm just over it to make it worse. He has a girlfriend who's a sweetheart who he doesn't deserve. It makes me uncomfortable because I know he's in love with me and would drop anyone he was dating. If I was ever into him, he's really started to piss me off the last couple of years because he's always done some really offensive things. So hard to be funny when he's not, um, last Saturday was the final straw when he went to give a good, give me a goodbye hug from the function we were at. And he fucking picked me up. Like we were in a romantic movie. I was literally in the air and my body was so close to his. And the look on his face was, was the look on my face was pure confusion slash disgust. He put me down and I told him that was super dramatic of him to do that. He was wasted and thought it was charming. I told my best friend that it made me uncomfortable and I'm not okay for him to grab me without my consent. She totally agreed and felt bad. I blocked him on every social media and I don't know what to do the next time I see him. I want to curse him out and embarrass him in front of everyone, but I don't know. What's a solid way of ignoring someone where they truly get the hint? I want him to not even look in my direction anymore. He's also so damn ugly too. And I... And I don't know where he gets the audacity. I have a lot of other guy friends that respect my boundaries and would never do that. It's not that hard. Please help a girly out. Oh my goodness. All right. Um, I would reach out to him. I wouldn't even wait till the next time I saw him. I would reach out to him and be like, hey, I just want to let you know it wasn't fucking cool that you picked me up and you shouldn't touch people without their consent and it's not okay. And girl, I would probably, honestly, this guy sounds like such a fucking annoying creep. I would honestly talk to his girlfriend too and be like, he's your boyfriend's a fucking weirdo. If I was dating, if I was dating a guy and a girl that I know, or even someone that I'm like acquaintance with or somebody that he knows DM'd me and was like, girl, he's a fucking creeper. Get away from him. I would be like, thank you. I'm out. It's so, I would tell her too. I would just be like, I want to let you know, like, I don't know the nuances of your relationship, but your boyfriend really makes me feel uncomfortable. And I don't want you to get the wrong impression if you see him behaving this way about him, because I actually can't stand him because he's, he's freaking ugly. (laughs) I don't know why, but I think it's so funny when you guys call people ugly and I know it's so I know it's so mean, but I just like crack up because I'm never expecting to read it. Like this guy is so damn ugly, (laughs) but we mean he's ugly on the inside. We mean he's ugly on the inside. I'm taking a sip of my iced oat latte. I swear to God, these new straws they have to save the damn turtles. They never can get a liquid up them. It's always like they got a crack in them or something. You get like a drop at a time. But anywho, girl, I would say something to him. Don't fucking touch me. Like, I I feel uncomfortable around you. Don't ever touch me again. I just want to let you know that you crossed the line. And if I see you, you better say a freaking prayer. You better see a freaking prayer if I see you out. That's what I would say to him. But I would also say something to his girlfriend like, hey, girl, just a heads up. Your boyfriend's a creep. How embarrassing is it being that girlfriend too to the, to the guy that like you don't realize is creepy? Ugh. 
No, couldn't be me. No, because I would die. I've done it before, I'm sure. <laughs> right on. Uh, oh, my God. Wait a cat. Uh, right on theme here. This one says, how embarrassing is dating men? <laughs> also help. First of all, okay. Just first thing I'm seeing right now is a gray cat. Very, very damn cute. Stop. This cat is beautiful. It's like it looks like Stanley if Stanley was good, if that makes any sense. <gasps> wait, there's two. I'm crying and throwing up. Okay. So this one says, hi, Carly and the sweet babies, longtime listener, first time emailer. Love you and the podcast so much. I listen to you every Monday in the gym and I crack up mid squat or on the treadmill and look like a total freaking weirdo. Here's a picture of my two children, buddy and sis. How cute. No, I'm obsessed with them. They're very, very cute. I know you have been talking about cringing at guys you used to date in the past. Wow. Wait, the, the world is lining up because I was literally just talking about that. But honestly, how embarrassing is it to date men? I'm now engaged to a beautiful, wonderful man who uses individual soap, shampoo, and conditioner. They do exist, ladies, I promise. But every time I think back to everyone I've dated or hooked up with, I literally get sick to my stomach. <laughs> like, ew, how did I ever do that? If I wasn't with my fiance, I would buy another cat, be single, and spend the rest of my days knitting my own sweaters or something. That's how embarrassing it is dating men to me, lol. That being said, I think there is someone or maybe a couple people out there that doesn't make you have to have a total tummy ache when you date them or marry them. Okay, so here's my dilemma. I'm a copywriter in New York City and work in fashion, retail, and beauty brands. Okay. Wow. I feel like being a copywriter is so impressive, but I also don't know what that is. Hold on. Let me Google it. If it's what I think it is, you have the coolest job ever. Wait, career explainer. What does a copyright do? What does a copywriter do? Writing clear and excise copy for ads, marketing materials, and websites. Very, very cool for virtually any audience in any industry. Wow. So you get to do it in the fun, in the fun spaces, fashion, retail, beauty brands. Good for you. A lot of people don't wait, wait, you guys, the way that I just did all that. And, and this is the next sentence. Am I a psychic? A lot of people don't know what a copywriter does, but I write slogans, phrases, taglines, and words that you see on subway ads, billboards, emails, websites, and social media. I love what I do. And it's super funny and creative. Well, most of the time it's like, it's cool. It's like, kind of seems like, um, a very fun space in advertising. Last year, I decided to take a job with a big tech company as a copywriter because the big fashion and beauty brands we love don't always pay the best salaries. And this company met my desired salary, was completely remote. I can travel and work from anywhere and was completely run by badass smart women. The only problem, I hate writing for tech. I don't have anything witty or cute. I have to be a bit more straightforward and dry. It sucks and it feels so mundane at times. I don't feel passionate about it at all. If I try and write anything remotely casual, or fun, it gets thrown out. So when a really cute, fun, up-and-coming lingerie brand reached out to me to interview as a copywriter role, I took it. I love and admire this. I love and admire this brand so much, but the pay is less than I make now, and it's in office, which means I can't travel and work. I don't know what to do. It would be really cool to work for them and to get to write fun, creative copy that people actually notice and appreciate. But it's I like my financial freedom and travel. Any words of advice would be greatly appreciated. I have to make a decision soon and I'm lost. Anyway, thanks for reading this. It's so long. Love you. I hope to hear your advice on the pod. This is a very interesting dilemma, right? Because you have a, like a really great, like kind of like a 
dream job with a brand that you would always want to work with, but then you have this other job that's kind of an ideal situation, right? You're getting paid more, you can travel, you can work from home. That's what you're looking for. That's what you want. So, oh God, you want to know why? I First of all, if you hate your job and you find another job that you feel like you would love, I always am going to say, listen, to take the other job because you should be happy. Everybody spends so much time working and you deserve to love your job, right? But there are certain things that make people stay at their jobs. Like I have friends that work in finance that don't have any interest in finance whatsoever, but they have great medical insurance and they get paid good money and they have the freedom, you know, they have a great retirement and all of that stuff. So there is something that's like, you know, and they're just like, listen, I enjoy my life when I'm not at work, period. Um, so that's the thing. It's really, really difficult. You have to kind of make that choice, which is a tough choice to make. I would say if you are miserable, like if you really, really hate your job, then leave. But if it were me, I would go, okay, cool. I'm going to make, I'm going to make working at this job work for me. Like, I'm going to make sure that I go on X amount of trips a year and I treat myself to this because I'm making a little bit more money and I have the luxury of working from home. So these are the things that I could do. Um, and I would just make sure that I, I booked things and had like plans kind of, because I feel like that's what makes it worth it. Uh, more so than anything else is like doing things, doing experiencing things that you wouldn't be able to do if you didn't work remote. And then I, maybe that would like kind of put it into a different perspective. Like it definitely sucks feeling like you are not being, um, you know, you're not able to be creative in this job, which really, really sucks. But can you pitch like, no, cause you're saying it get it gets shut down. Cause it would be really interesting to see like a a serious, you know, tech company doing something funny. I always think about these billboards. I'll never, ever forget them. And I actually know somebody who wrote some of them, um, these billboards in the city that were like for storage and they were so funny. And it was literally for like Manhattan mini storage. First of all, that's the shit that you remember. And they were these huge billboards on the side of the city. They said really, really funny, like kind of anecdotes and they were great. And a very funny comedian named Frank Liotti wrote a few of them. I remember like, and this was a long, long time ago, but stuff like that is kind of shocking and, and cool, you know, and attention grabbing. But if they're not down with that, ugh, just sucks. Cause then it feels like you're doing like the same shit every day, you know? So I get it. But if it were me, I would make, I, I would make sure that I'm booking stuff. I'm traveling. I'm, I'm doing things that really bring me joy. And maybe if I feel like I'm not creatively, um, expressing myself, maybe do something fun on the weekends, do a damn pottery class, do, you know, something else. But also, yes, dating men is embarrassing. It's, it's more than embarrassing. It's fucking humiliating. I, I agree with you on that. Fall is almost here, which means going back to school, back to work and back to being busy 
back to being too busy to eat nutritiously. Factor makes it easy to eat well for all meals and snacks. These fresh, never frozen meals are delicious and nutritious. With calorie smart and keto options, Factor meals are perfectly portioned to keep you on track with your goals. They now offer 30 meals per week and 36 add-on options. Each Factor meal arrives pre-prepared by their team of chefs. Team of chefs, you guys, I feel like I'm popping my peas. I'm like pre-prepared, pre-prepared. Ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. Change your order up every week with plans from four to 18 meals per week or pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. They offer vegan and veggie meals, keto meals, calorie smart, cold pressed juices, smoothies, energy bites, extra protein, veggie sides, and more to keep you fueled and focused all day long. Head to go.factor75.com slash secretkeepers130. Use code secretkeepers130 to get $130 off across six boxes. That's code secretkeepers130 at go.factor75.com slash secretkeepers130 for $130 off. Okay, let's see. Okay, to the girlies considering a small wedding. Hey, Carly, longtime listener, first time writing in. I feel like lately we've had a few secret keepers stressing over planning a wedding, and I wanted to help give some perspective. For context, I'm a 38-year-old woman, and I just got engaged on July 4th. Not to brag, but he's a park ranger. <gasps> Not a park ranger? Does he have the hat, girl? Stop. Stop. Because I would wear the park ranger hat out to brunch with the girlies. I would make it, I would make it a moment. Uh, he's a park ranger, so he has sexy calluses. The thought of planning a traditional wedding stresses me out. I talked to my fella and we decided to elope for the following reasons. Number one, less stress. There are tons of venues that offer elopement packages and they'll plan everything for you. Cake, officiant, dinner, etc. Number two, it saves so much money. The average wedding costs $30,000, whereas an elopement can be only a couple of thousand. Spend that money saved on your honeymoon or on a house. Number three, less drama. You only invite the people closest to you. Most elopements or micro weddings only have 10 to 24 guests. Also think about it this way. When you look back at your wedding photos in five years, who do you really want to see? Don't waste time inviting people that you don't actually like just because you feel like you have to for some silly tradition. Number four, no bridesmaids and groomsmen to worry about. Number five, it's our special day and we can do whatever we want. Take advantage of that fact. What are they going to do? Tell you no, it's your wedding. I'm not even going to wear a white dress. I picked out a beautiful emerald green velvet dress. <gasps> Ooh, sent a pic. That makes me feel like a goddess. Long story short, do what makes you feel good. I hope this helps. And then, oh, and then she chose me a cat. Wait, your cats are so cute. You have an orange one. That's so cute. I want an orange one. I would name it Garfield because I'm a freaking hack. I would name it freaking Garfield. That's actually so true. Everything you're saying about this makes perfect. This is what I would do, I think. I don't even know if I would, you know, travel anywhere for it. I think I would just go to freaking courthouse and say, hey, I need the, the you know, dental insurance from the goddamn Department of Sanitation. By the way, shout out to the girly who came out that was in a department of sanitation. She um, she came to the Brooklyn show. She used to work on the truck. She was a, a sanitation worker and now she works in the office and she said she was mad that I got a freaking pink DSNY shirt and she didn't. She's like, yeah, I was in the office saying like this girl, some girl has a DSNY shirt. And I was like, first of all, some girl. 
not you saying that to my damn face. She's like, no, I was mad. I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't know what to tell you, but also I think it's illegal that I have those shirts. She was like, it's so illegal that you have like a true official gear. I was like, I don't care. I was like, I'm going to take that. Whoever who sent it to me, like I knew it was I knew he was going to get in trouble. Like, no, no, no. I didn't know he was going to get in trouble. He said to me, like, don't tell anybody who sent this to you just in case. So he I knew he could get in trouble. And she asked me and I said, I'm taking that to the grave, babes, because that's my hussy. I'm going to protect him no matter what. Okay. Um, this next one. Ooh, this next one has some text messages. You know, we love to see it. So this one says, uh, while I may love to cheat, I had no intention of hurting your feelings. Uh, hi Carly and the kitties. Hope you're all doing well. I started listening to the potty over the summer and now it's my favorite thing to do. Oh, thank you so much. I don't have any relationship woes that I need advice about. I probably can think of any, but I do have a funny story that happened. So a few weeks ago, my sister's ex tried to set me up with this guy and then sent the guy my Instagram profile there. He said in parentheses must be under 130 to ride the way I actually just got sick. First of all, to ride. No. Uh, fast forward a few weeks later, we match on Tindy. So I thought, so I say, I thought I had to be under 130 to ride. The reply to that message was hilarious in parentheses, had to match to make sure it was you. And that was a dick thing to say. And that's on me in my defense. My girl was in the car with me, so I couldn't act like I was hitting up other girls in parentheses, sister's ex in her proximity. I hope you understand that while I may love to cheat, I had no intention of hurting your feelings. What? I wish you nothing but the best and hope you have a great summer. No, I thought you and the girlies would get a kick out of this. Attached are the screenshots and the messages. Oh my God. Hold on. Wait, what is the cheat? Wait, I'm so damn confused. Must be. Wait. Okay. So she. (gasps) No. First of all, I got to say this really quick. Like. Okay. I, I have to say this. So, so what happened is her friend DM this guy. The guy sent her sent the friend pictures of her. Okay, the friend sent the guy pictures of her, and his response was, "Must be 130 and under to ride." Right? The way that, and I'm just saying this, your friend never photo- should have fucking showed you that. Like the guy never should have said it, but your friend never should have showed you that. That's no. Um, God, this guy looks. Oh my God, that's him. Hold hold on. First of all, I hate his name. Let me. Ew. Wait, the way that he's the type of guy that wishes he could fucking grow facial hair more than anything, and then he looks like the type of guy that has like four hairs on his upper lip that he's like, I'm. He thinks it's a mustache. Ew. Wait, I'm looking at this picture of him. I'm honestly crying and throwing up. And whoever I'm calling PETA for to go collect his dog because he doesn't deserve to have that dog. No, I'm dying at that. What a clown. Also, why is your friend trying to set you up with a guy that has a girlfriend? I would say something to. I don't know. I would probably say something to her. Okay. 
This next one says relationship update and a hair cue. Hi, Carly. Been listening to the potty since its inception. And it's honestly my longest relationship I've ever had. So yay. Oh, cool. Me too. (laughs) On that note, I am the recipient of the, in parentheses, lesbian relationship proposal you did in February. Things are great. Oh, congrats, guys. We've done two cross-country road trips and we're moving together in October. And my girlfriend is officially referred to as my dog's other mommy. Oh, how cute. Couldn't have started things off with a better note than that Secret Keepers Club surprise proposal. And I was V-shocked it happened during my pizza picnic by a little lake. So all in all, very cute. Stop. Wait, guys, I'm crying and throwing up. That's so exciting. Congrats. And of course, we always consider you our third. (laughs) Yes. I mean, now... We ha- I have to be at the nuptials. Um, anyway, I'm writing in because I'm turning 28 in December and I'm stu- and I'm spotting several single little gray hairs. Is this normal? I know everybody's different, but in general, I feel like this is too early. I also have a super high stress job, but my hair genetics are honestly optimal. So I was not expecting this. Do we embrace the gray? At what point do we need to decide to address it? What's your experience with it? For me so far, I, of course... The course of action has been to immediately pull the gray hair out of my head and burn it as soon as I notice it. But is that wrong? Does that make it worse? I know I could probably Google it, but I feel like it will scare me more. So help me. Um, Okay. Oh, and then she gives a good fuck, Mary kill. First of all, congrats on the engagement. Happy to be a part of it. Um, Okay. So you want to hear something funny? I didn't know I had grays. I was actually like telling people that I didn't have any gray hair. Meanwhile, I had been bleaching my hair at the roots for 15 fucking years. Okay. So I didn't know I had grays until I started growing my natural hair out. And I started seeing them like, you know, first of all, why are they always, and this is something that we should have learned as young girls, like the way that your first fucking gray hairs are on your part where you part your hair. What? They were like on your hairline jail. But once I, you want to know what? Okay. So first of all, personally, I think it's a myth that if you pluck it, more grow around it. I just don't believe that that's true. The only thing you're risking if you pluck it is like damaging the follicle and hair not growing back there anymore. But like, listen, I have strays. Like I have down my part. I have some, I have some in the back of my neck. I'll see them like when I'm brushing my hair and I tweeze them, but you got to watch out girl because, because there's really not that many. If I had a lot, I would just dye it or whatever, let it grow out. Who cares? But, um, something you have to be careful of is when the grays grow back, they end up being obviously way when they're growing out, like they're way shorter than the rest of your hair. So you actually just have gray spikes. So that's something to look forward to also. Um, but yeah, I would say I was probably when I first noticed them, probably 28 trying to think of when I like went, uh, brunette, but maybe 28, 29, I think that that's a pretty, you know, decent, not decent, but I know people who went like started getting grays, like in their early, early twenties. So it's just different for everybody. You know, there's nothing we can do about it, but embrace it. So I don't mind it. Like to me, it's just like having, cause I have dark hair, like having one, it just like stands out so much. So I'll just grab it and I pluck it. Um, but yeah, don't beat yourself up over it. By the way, I did not just fart. That was my elbow on my table. Wait. Okay. Imagine if I was just sitting here farting. Like I literally would never, but, um, yeah, don't, don't beat yourself up over it and you could always dye it. And they sell like that root spray. They sell all that stuff. 
by the way, I'm getting a haircut next Friday. I've been growing out my hair for so long. I'm not cutting it short, but I'm getting like a real, real haircut where I'm getting layers and stuff. So that'll be exciting. But um, okay, let's do these fuck, Mary kills. This one is number one, watching bad reality shows, watching true crime shows. Ooh, murder, mystery, makeup, Monday fan. Ooh, I love Bailey Syrian. She's she's one of the girlies for sure. And watching friends. Okay. Okay. I will marry watching friends because it's like an everyday, like I can watch it every day. It's a comfort. It's good all day, any time of year. Right. Then I would kill. I would, I really don't want to do this, but I would have to kill bad reality shows because I could never kill true crime. So I would fuck true crime, which seems like very toxic and red flag of me, but can't marry true crime. And then I would, yeah, marry friends, kill bad reality shows, even though I hate to see them go hate to see him go. I'm also lumping in like documentaries, like, you know, not necessarily about murder, but like other documentaries, like the Manti Teo documentary and stuff like that. I'm, I'm lumping that into true crime. Uh, okay. And then the next one is camping, waiting in line at the bank or going to Walmart. Ooh, I would marry going to Walmart. I haven't been to Walmart in years and years, but I really, I love it. I love it there. Um, it's no target, but it's good. And then I would, I guess I don't want to go camping. So I would just, I would be, I would be eaten by a bear or something. So I got to kill camping because I just don't want to go. Uh, and then I guess I'm fucking waiting in line at the bank, which kind of sucks, but what can you do? It's one of those parts of life, but anywho, you guys, I love you. Thanks for chaining in. I'm on my way now to, uh, what's it called? Connecticut. Again, thank you guys for coming out to shows. Thank you for tuning in to this. Thank you for tuning in to the Spotify podcast. And I'll talk to you guys soon. I hope you have a great week. Happy Monday and bye.